the band we have for you today is called Red Letter Hymnal. Look how cool they are. <laughs> With their little flannels and their like hipsterness, they're fantastic. It's a nice how you guys beard. doing? I mean, he's got a nice right. beard right there. Man, this is so cool. How many of you, this is your first time at creation? All right. Oh, man. Congratulations. Yeah. This is good. Happy for you. All of you rookies out there. This is my first time to Northeast. Really? Yeah, this is my first time being here, so this is a whole new animal. I've been to the Northwest one, but this thing is, that's, that's <laughs> it right there. Yeah, it's huge, man. That's everything. So what have you guys been up to today? Like, it's hot, sun's shining. What have you done today? Um, today, just played the main stage um, way over there, and it was a great experience. I don't know if any of you guys were there. Anybody? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. So y'all are excited to meet them. Yeah. Thanks All for right. waking up early, man. Thank, for real. Thank you guys for waking up early. So, I'm not an early riser. No, no. How many of you guys are early risers? Yeah. Oh, Ooh, really? Good for you guys. Mm. Well done. So well, here's what happened, though. So I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning because there was, like, birds chirping. And like they I would just you, you like, are in nature. Yeah, like welcome, welcome to today, Spence. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. What are your names? Uh, my name's Brad. Yeah, and I'm Spencer. Hey. I'd ask you your names, but there's a million of you out there. So I have in my hand. Is this your most recent album? That's the yep. one. Whoa, and it's called Coastal Kids. Yes. Can you tell us about this? What's going on here? It's got some cool album work and all that whatnot. I'm going to send this to you because you came up with the album uh, name. Yeah, so um, Coastal Kids is, well, so we're from Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 412 in the house. Um, yeah, so, so we live in Pittsburgh, so it's, it doesn't have anything to do with an actual coast because oh, we just got three rivers that you have to cross 19 times uh, to get anywhere. And uh, but what it has to do with, it's more of a, a term or a phrase that has to do with your dependence on God. So as we were writing the record, we were uh, in, in a position in our lives where a lot of, a lot of the outcomes of the things that we were doing at that point in time in our lives completely depended on God. Like 100%. It was one of those, I don't know if y'all ever been there, but it's one of those moments where you get to the end of your line and you're just like, all right, man, you better show up because I don't know what we're going to do. I right? ain't got was, no more. Exactly. Hey, man, that's it right there. And, and it, it, it birthed this picture for us of just like children standing on the coast and looking out the ocean at this like unconquerable force because if the ocean just wanted to rise, like I'm originally from Tampa, Florida, so I grew up on the beach. But if it just wanted to come up, it could just wipe it all out. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not something that you, can, that you can take on. You know, the ocean has always been something that you have to respect because it can take, take you away. So it was this unconquerable force meets this innocent, incapable thing of a child. Uh, and it, just, it was one of those things where it, we felt like children on the coast looking at what God's calling us into in our lives and saying, you know what? All right, if, if, if this is where you're calling us, Pops, let's go. Don't know how we're going to get there, but let's go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what the term Coastal Kids um, is, is. That's how where it comes from. So um, the artwork is just, we grew up listening to like pop punk and uh, yeah, like Fall Boy and stuff like that. So skating, our jeans are too tight to skate now, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's... But. It's embarrassing, yeah. Hey man, they, I, I didn't reveal anything. They can see how tight these jeans are. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
that's, that's my the, wife back there. Say hi, Vicky. Yeah. Hey. That's my little little boy, Crosby. Here's an actual oh. coastal kid. And my other little boy, Zeke. You can't see him, but he's so there. Zeke is he's three years old, and he's yeah. actually on the album. Yeah. So if you want to hear that, it's awesome. Wait, he's like. Well, he's, he has a part on the album in the second song. So. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is song. your three-year-old child has a mixtape that's more fire than mine already. Yeah, we're like, we're like DJ Khaled. Yes. We put a son on everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So is that like your favorite song that he's on? Um, I, I love that song. Uh, not my favorite one, but because it's my son, I mean, it's, it's up there for mm -hmm. sure. What is your favorite one, Brad? Do you mind if I song? jump in and take yeah. a question? Yeah. We're doing it. Brad. It's great. What, what tell us, Brad. Brad tell, what is Dang your favorite it. song? Dang it! No, I'm Okay, that's a great Let's dance. Let me think. Let me fell think. into that. Uh, we we got a song called "A Dollar Short" on here, and uh, it's about uh, my life because I just I felt like I was at a point as a teenager, and I was just trying to buy things to fill some sort of a hole in my life. I was trying to have relationships with people to try and fill this hole in my life, and every time I would, I would just it would last for a moment, and then I would just start to feel empty afterwards. And that song is just a song about, like, I just kept feeling like I was just coming short every time, coming empty. And it's, the song actually doesn't solve the problem in that particular song. It solves it maybe in the rest of the album. Yeah. But that particular song is just capturing a moment in my life where it's like, I don't know what I'm missing here. I don't know what life's about, what my reason is for. And I ultimately found that to be Christ. And, man, he has totally changed my life around mm. um, and done amazing things. Woo. But uh, that song means a lot to me because it's a reminder where I came that's from. That's good. That's good. You can clap for that. That's awesome. And that's on this album? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, I know a few of you heard them this morning, but could, could we hear a little bit of that song? Yeah. Uh, do CD players still exist? She's trying to get you to play it, bro. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, oh, we, got we have some here. things Whoa. up here. If, yeah. if you want, I don't want to pressure you, Brad, but like... What do you think we are, musicians? Uh, he's, actually the, <laughs> he's actually the guitar player. But. All right. Do you want to play? Uh, we could sing something. How about this? Mm -hmm. let's, let's keep doing this and we'll do it at the end. Hey. You want to do that? Is that, that cool to you guys? Is that that right? sounds good? All right. Oh. That's awesome. So, I'm going to assume like you're not brothers because you look very much not alike at mm -hmm. all. We get that a lot. Right. We actually have the same birthday. We do. Really? Yeah. Birthday. Not brother. When is your birthday? June 9th. I was waiting for you to do it. June I tried to line 9th? It up. Yeah, June 9th. Yeah, we just, it just So we're about 20 days late. 20 I mean, days. we yeah. could still sing them happy birthday, though, if you That'd wanted awesome. to. Oh, well, All right, we're going to yeah. do the abridged version. Just the, like, part where it gets, hi, happy birthday to you. Red letter hymnal. Happy birthday to you. You ready? Oh, that's good. Woo. All right, one, two, three. Happy birthday, red letter hymnal. I shouldn't be singing. Happy birthday to you. Yay! Man, you guys are great. awesome. That's Thank you. See, we sang for them, now they'll sing for right. us. Which, guys, this is an economy. We have to be great. careful. Anyway, yeah. wow. but since you're not brothers, even though you have the same birthday, how did you guys meet? How did you get together? Yeah, actually, two years ago mm -hmm. at our church, uh, this guy just showed up out of nowhere. That's what I do. At the church. Emerged from the darkness. And so... I didn't Ooh, know where it came from at the time. We got a B. I got you, dog. You're good. Fireflies. Yeah, flying. Owl City. Keith flying. You don't. Yeah. Uh, he turned back. He turned back. Never mind. Let's go. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I I met him immediately. Like uh, we we clicked as as friends, and uh, we were on the same page musically. We we're like, oh, I want to do this with my music. Spencer had a solo project at the time. He's like, I want to do this with my music. I'm like, why don't we just merge it together and yeah. <laughs> do the do it together? You know, because I think everything's better done in community. 
um, when you've got somebody that can sharpen you. A lot of times when we're writing songs and things, we're like, hey, what do you think about this lyric? Is this theologically correct? Is this, you know, grammatically correct? Yeah, that, we, had a, we had that conversation a lot. Um, yeah. But, you know, we're able to really uh, sharpen each other. And, and this album is really a co-written album where we, we just wrote all the lyrics, all the songs together, um, passing stuff back and forth on Dropbox. And, uh, yeah, we got a, a couple home studios and yeah. did it right. But. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's how you got together. But clearly Christ is the center of everything you're doing. So how did you get saved? What was that like? Yeah, um, I grew up in the in the church. It was very um, casual. It's casual faith. Like you, like you believed it because you did. Mom took you to church, and you just don't back talk mom. You feel me? All right. And but it wasn't. It definitely. It wasn't you something I wouldn't say. Preach. It wasn't something that. I mean, I was. I would consider myself a Christian, but just because I consider myself a good person. And as I got older, uh, I ended up just getting into some gnarly stuff. As I, as I got older, just this this. The burden of expectation and weight that is pressed upon you through cultural influences, man, getting into drinking, going out partying. Uh, I got um, heavily addicted to drugs in high school. I was addicted to um, two different substances that almost took my life. Um, that led to just a downward spiral of like, I was homeless for a while. I was super depressed, tried taking my life, self-mutilation, man, you name it. And I, I just, I, I would walk into, I willingly walked into those things uh, through disobedience, and, and there was a moment in my life where I was living out of my car. I crashed my car. I straight wrecked my house. Um, that's, that's kind of funny. Um, but that is funny. Yeah, ter terrible context, but funny. Uh, and I remember that day very vividly, and, and I pray to God that I never forget this um, because it, it's such a beautiful reminder of his grace. I remember calling my mom, who's actually right there. That's my mom, Ben Mafikant. Yeah, hey, mom. Can we give uh, her a hand? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, and I remember Beautiful. calling her and, and just weeping. And really, I, just, I had nowhere else to go. Uh, and she let me come back home. And uh, she didn't know what to do with me. I mean, I had people after my life. I, I owed people money. I was just in a bad way. And um, she didn't, my parents and got divorced when I was younger. So she, she didn't know what to do. She didn't want me to die. She didn't want me to end up in jail. So she sent me to live with my biological father who lived in San Francisco. And it's in San Francisco where um, I was working at this deli. I was just trying to get some money, man, to just get my life back together. And this old lady came walking in. Y'all ever met, like, an old lady that just loved Jesus too much? Yeah. You feel me? Like, I know you can't love him too much, but just, like, it's one always... one of them seasoned saints. Got this hand going just mm. in case she about to rock, you know? Back, <laughs> just in case Satan want to try something, she just backhand him one time. Like... So, yeah, so that lady comes in, knows that, realizes that I'm new at this deli because apparently she harasses people all the time. Um, and she asked me if I had uh, a church. And I'm like, late, and I was a very um, frightening looking human being back then. All right. And since she just very lovingly asked me that, I was like, no, whatever, lady, here's your avocados. You need to get out of here. Um, it's California. They love that. Uh, and she gave me a car to this church. And, and I don't know why I went to this church, but a couple weeks later, I ended up going to this church. And I walked in. I was 19 at the time. And there was, it was a small church. There was like 12 people in it, and including the pastor, his wife, and the drummer, who, who were the worship band. But the pastor was like 25 years old. And um, he saw me after the service came up. He introduced himself and learning about me. And he's like, hey, man, we're looking for a guitar player. If you play guitar, that was something I like music. And I was like, well, you know, I can, I can do that. And through that, I got to see a godly man and what it, meant to, what it really meant to be a godly man. I saw somebody 
who, who handled disagreement, who handled his pride, who handled communication with his wife, who, who navigated things, um, like difficult times in life in a way that I'd never seen before. And, and I still was on the fence with this faith thing because, again, I grew up and it was just like, I get it. But it, I saw something that I wanted. I was like, man, if this is what it's about, if it's been about this the entire time, I'm on board with that because they were, it was, they, he couldn't be shaken. So I, I, I got to see some terrible things in his life, just family losses and stuff, and he handled it with a grace, and he never, his faith never faltered. I'm like, I need that in my life. And, and I, I followed him, and he, he led me to the cross, man. And, and ever since then, I've been, I've been trying to do the same thing. So. Amen. That's awesome. So I, I definitely want to know your story, but I've just got one more question about that. For all our youth leaders and youth pastors in the room who brought all of these kids, what would you say that that mentor, like, mm -hmm. meant to your life? Man, I can't tell you where I'd be, but I wouldn't be here. Yeah, I mean, I could be, I could be dead. And the, the, here's the reality of this. I'm sure you guys have heard a lot, youth leaders, youth pastors. I'm sure you guys have heard it a lot this weekend, and I pray that you hear it some more. But the role that you are legitimately playing, like, you don't have a job as a youth leader. You have a calling. Mm. You feel me? Okay? Amen. So the reality of the role that God has given to you, not your church or your community, the, the role that God has given to you is something to, to allow a channel for the Holy Spirit to save people's lives. I can speak confidently for Brad and, and myself that there is a, a likely chance we wouldn't be breathing without somebody intervening. And here's the reality of it. And I understand, I, I've worked with youth ministry a lot. Um, I understand numbers is hard. I understand like that's, that's always in the back of your mind. I got saved in the church of 12 people. I'm gonna start there, okay? And, and I understand that there's, there's always those kids, man. And when they show up, you're like, hmm. You here today, huh? Okay. Well, I'm gonna give you a car to a church down the street. Hopefully, they can lead you to Christ. Yeah, that was me. Okay, that was me. All right. The calling God gave on, given to you in your life, is to walk into that, and it's the worst, and it's difficult, and it's messy, and it's it's frustrating, and it, you can make up another word, probably been some some other choice words you would describe it with, right? It's all of that, and He's equipped you and called you to walk into it, and this is product. So please, I encourage you, don't lose heart. We need it. Amen. That's a good word. Well, um, yeah, that's, that's hard to follow up, my friend. Uh, but uh, so I, I had a similar story. I was raised in a Christian home. Uh, my parents taught me a lot of awesome things about God. Um, they played Christian music all the time. Uh, and Funny side note, when I was 15, I was in this rebellious stage, and I remember being in the car, and my mom was playing Christian music, and my friends were in the car, and I was embarrassed by it. I was embarrassed by the fact that my parents were playing Christian music, and I got angry. I got angry at God, and I said, God, I will never listen to Christian music when I grow up. And it's like God just laughed and laughed, because now that's what I do. God's like, keep running your mouth, boy. <laughs> keep running. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, you would end up in a Christian band. <laughs> exactly. So uh, God's, but man, God's plan for my life. I, I just love walking with the Lord. He's got so many awesome things in store for us. There's so many hard times, but so many good times. And in the hard times, he lifts you out of that, out of those things. And um, God's just really, um, you know, I had a similar thing. I dabbled with the drugs, dabbled with the drinking, all the different stuff that you try that you think is just going to satisfy or like impress your friends or whatever. But that stuff, I just came up empty every time. And um, so God, uh, it took my parents, it took a youth leader, it took my uncle to really explain the gospel to me. It was probably explained to me 10 times before I understood it and I actually 
took it to heart, and it changed my life. And I actually, I think a lot of times I would go to the cross with my sins and things, but I wouldn't leave it there. I would take it back. I would go to the cross at church or something and say a couple of prayers, but then I would shoulder my own sin. I would shoulder my own um, weaknesses. But I think when I finally left those things at the cross and I said, God, no, you take all my sin. God, you take all my depression. You take all my anxiety. You take all my fears. And I leave them there. It's like God, like, freed me. And so I felt this tremendous sense of freedom. And um, that's what inspires our music today is just what he's done in my life. And I know Spencer's the same. That's awesome. Definitely. So that was your start. Now, what does your day-to-day walk look like? Like, how are you feeding yourself day-to-day? Yeah, uh, I'm a huge, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of uh, the, the Word of God. I know that's, that's, might not be all of you guys in here. Maybe it's a fight to read your Bible. Um, grow, have growing up in, like, Sunday school, like, when I was really, I, I'd heard a lot of these stories, and after I got saved, I went back. I didn't know where to start, and so I'm like, let me just go back to the, the, the felt board, all that joint. Let me just figure that out. And um, there, were, there were things that I had read hundreds of times, or someone had told me hundreds of times, these stories in the Bible, the Old Testament, the, you know, cliche stories, if you will. And um, I would go back, and I'd read them, and I'd be like, Holy Spirit, man, you got to help me understand this. If there's something in here I'm not missing. And it, there was a revelation that, like, it just, something would click, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, like it was like you have a Kevin Hart moment. You're like, ah, right? It's it's and free, you freak out, like because it's just been sitting there the entire time. And and I got addicted to that feeling. I was like, wait a second, if that's in David and Goliath, what's in this book? All right, so I'm, I'm gonna read that, right? So and I started just I was like, what else is in this thing? What else is in this thing that I can find? Like and and I and I got really, really, really um, just pumped on on doing that. And so I love reading the Bible. Um, it's that's something that I would uh, encourage you guys to, to find your own way. And the other thing is real big for us, especially being in the band, is community. Is is Absolutely. yeah, rolling. I mean, like there's conversations that you have that you don't even realize, or you or you wouldn't consider. It's like, oh, it's 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 sharpening my faith. But we'll we'll talk about stuff like, hey man, I'm I'm struggling with my, you know, with my pride, and I bring it to him. Like, so Brad's a little bit older than me, not much, but I'm like, hey man, you have you navigated these waters before? You know, and, and, and like, well, how do like, how do you deal with pride in this sense, or how do I mean, I, like, in, in this situation, like, we're both have wives, and and, and if something happens in, in my marriage, I'm like, Brad, like, you ever you ever gone through this? Like, how how is a, in a man of God do I navigate these waters? And in doing that, it sharpens our faith. Mm. I think what you said about community is so important because we all need each other. I know when I my tendency is to want to be alone, and when I'm alone in my faith, it's like the devil can get to me really easy because I'm not. There's nobody feeding into my life. There's nobody that I can confess my sins to. One of my favorite sin or um, scriptures is confess your sins one to another that you may be healed. And there's times when I come to Spencer and I'm like, listen, man, I messed up this week. This is what happened. This is what happened. Can you pray for me? You know, and so to have community like that within the band is awesome. It's like its own little church. I yeah, mean, it, it's really, totally is, yeah. it's really cool. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think, like you said, community is so important to both of us, yeah. I'd say, in our faith. And then prayer. I mean, constantly just talking to the Lord throughout the day, making time with the Lord. Um, but the Bible's, like you said, Spencer, how he speaks to us. And so those are the disciplines of the faith, like the foundations of um, how you grow. You know? Yeah, definitely. Now, most of us are not in like a touring, incredible band that just released an album. So we don't exactly have these kind of memories. But what is some of your favorite onstage memories, some of your favorite moments? 
You yeah. want to tell them about that time you rode that kid? No, that's what? Weird. No, okay. I, we sorry. all need to know now. That's an interesting sentence. Um, so we're <laughs> that was poorly worded. We accept I'm it. I'm sorry. No, but so that's that's how we say it because it sounds hilarious. What happened was um, there was all right. So there was like we got any athletes in here? Athletes. Okay. So okay. So you just all right. Athletic people. People notice you when you walk in your room. You're bigger than the rest of us. Okay. So yep. this group of football players were just in the front of our show. And they were just like, just throwing out, man. So I was like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and we have a, uh, a song called Reach for the Sky that is uh, it's very, it's not on this one. It's actually on our previous record, um, uh, which is actually, you can get that at the merch booth too. So oh. Um, Do you have these, cool these shirts? Were much bigger. The, yeah, bigger was, yes. They were like half my age and twice my size. Mm. So there was this thing, and we were like jumping up. People were like crowd surfing and stuff. So I'm like, I want to do that. That looks well. You guys have more fun than me. Like, I want to do that. So I just jumped in, and then I was playing the guitar, and I just jumped on this kid's back, and he started, ah, while I'm on the kid's back. And I look at Brad, and he's on stage singing. I thought you were going to fall off. I, I almost did, weird. man. Yeah, and so, but what the uncomfortable part is that, like, I couldn't get down. Like, the song was almost over, and I needed to be back on stage for a thing. And he's just like, yeah. I'm like, bro, you got to let me go, man. You got you to put me down or something. Yeah. Too long. Yeah, it's too long. Too, too, too long for comfort. It was like, okay, this is supposed to be a moment. It's, uh, I've ruined it. And since then, I've stopped jumping into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, just, it's a moment. You can't control day. it. You no. can't, yeah. <laughs> you have any moments, Brett? Uh, you never jumped on mm -hmm. a kid. Yeah, I've, I've done some really dumb things. One time there was a, uh, a riser about this tall, and I decided, oh, I'm going to jump off that drum riser. <laughs> and about the time I was about 20 feet in the air, I realized this is a mistake. <laughs> and I fell down, and I, like, I rolled... <laughs> And like James Bond and just ro it? kept rolling to the and <laughs> got up like that and I was like singing right and people thought it was planned. Yeah. No, 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 my ankle felt it the next day. So. <laughs> I, I threw a microphone at somebody one time. Oh. Yeah, an accident. I was sitting there. You're I had so glow kind. sticks in my hand. I'm sitting there and I threw and I went to go throw a glow stick, but I let go of the mic too. And so everyone's <laughs> dancing in the front row. You hear it. <laughs> and then the, it, it hit a girl in the leg and she looked down and I'm on stage. I'm like. She, no lie, I'm not even making this up. She picked it up, threw it up to me like we're homies. And I just grabbed it. I'm like, all right, yo! And I'm like, I remember thinking, I'm like, that's the dopest thing I've ever done. Yeah. That's great. Sometimes I, we drop the mic, sometimes we throw yeah. it. Yeah, and sometimes we, uh, one time I was giving away CDs and I was holding it up going like, who wants the CD, who wants the CD? You know how you're supposed to like throw it out like this so it goes up? There was this kid on his cell phone. And I was just like, I meant to throw it out, but it came like at this angle and just yeah. nailed the kid. And uh, yeah. oh god, oh, I felt so bad. He nailed the kid in a, in, a, in a spot you don't want to get hit with things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. He hates our man, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a huge fan of not us. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. You don't get hate mail, do you? No. Sometimes. No. What? Uh, oh yeah, I can't. We can't tell that story. That's funny, but we can't. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Well, yeah, come hang out with us. We'll tell you, we'll tell you when we're not projecting it across. The <laughs> this is what wisdom looks like, guys. Wisdom Ooh. in the sermon. Picking which one to say. Self-control. Lesson learned. All right. Next mm, question. Yes. You like that, youth pastors? A little something for the kids. What are, okay. What are some of the hardest lessons you've had to learn from being in a band? Ooh. It's, uh, it is uh, a lot harder than it looks because we've uh, this past year, one of the reasons why we called this album Coastal Kids is... When we started this album, we felt like God was saying, we want you to record an album. 
And we're like, God, there's no time, there's no money, there's no transportation because our car had just broken down too many times. And we're like, we can't use that vehicle anymore. Um, and so this was literally nine, ten months ago. And God's calling us to write this album. So we just started writing it. We did a Kickstarter, which our fans completely funded our album. Um, so that was awesome. That is awesome. Out to the people. They, wow. they, yeah, they completely funded it for us. And so we started recording it. Yeah. And it was a hard process with recording it, you know, because there's just there's a lot when you're you're an independent band doing it yourself. Um, and then uh, we were we started to book shows. Like we were booking creation and booking shows on the West Coast in, in and everything in between. Between we're like, Lord, we have no way to get there. Like, how are we going to get there? And um, God put it on a friend of Spencer's heart to buy us a $30,000 12-passenger van out of nowhere. Just like, and, and God just provided. He just put it on this guy's heart to do that. And um, we just, we're riding around and there's these big grins on our faces. Right. Like, I can't believe this is yeah. awesome. Like, God is just so good. Um, so he made a way. He found a way in all those areas. And now we're able to, to travel around and, and do it. And uh, we're going to take this album on the road and... Um, see what he has in store next but it's totally a journey of faith because we're completely helpless we're that kid on the coast god's calling us to the, cross the ocean to the other coast and we have no ability to cross that ocean but god lets his kids walk on water by mm. faith and so we're walking across that ocean right now getting to the other side of what god has for us yeah. that's awesome and, and just to piggyback off that man if you're in a spot like that right now like if you're in a spot like that right now in your life understand that like we're we're on the other side of those struggles and so you're able to look and be like, oh, yeah, sure, for you guys. But it did not feel like that totally. when we were in the yeah. midst of it. Like, I like, think people buying you vans, has that ever happened to any of you? Yeah, us either. Like, that, yeah, was, that right. doesn't just happen. You know what I mean? Like, um, so if you're feeling that, don't lose heart. If God's calling you to something, homie, you're going to get there. It might not look like the way you've mapped it out. Definitely didn't look, it still doesn't look like the way we've mapped it out. But, but don't lose faith in that because in the moment, it's it's a fight, man. It, it really is. It's a it's a difficult. It can be a difficult journey. Just don't. Just keep swinging. Have you guys ever heard that phrase? Um, God equips the called. He doesn't call the equipped. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we're definitely not equipped to begin with. Like it's it's yeah. the Lord that's got to do it through us, and we're dependent on Him every step. Definitely. So how did you get started in music? Period. I know you started apart, but like the dawnings. Like were you playing? drums at five like Justin Bieber or like you had to start at like 13? Brad is Justin Bieber. <gasps> Take the mask off, Brad. Just let's give sh <laughs> uh, That'd be dope though, Justin, right? I think the I would die. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of got into music late in the game, like eighth grade, ninth grade. I got my first guitar and started um, just messing around with it. Um, one thing led to another. I was in a punk band at the age of 20 and I just started singing out of necessity because we didn't have a singer. Um, and so that's how I started singing. Um, and I, I, I have like, no nope. vocal training or anything like that. And then, uh, you know, I, I was at this point in my life where it was like, okay, what are you going to go to college for? Um, and uh, God was telling me over and over, I want you to go to school for music. And I'm like, God, A, I'm not very good. B, I know nothing about music theory. I can't read notes. And so I went to the first audition to this, just hoping that this was what the Lord's called me to. And I went to an audition for music school, and they literally laughed at me. They said, you can't read music. It would be like sending a blind person to a literature class. You know, he's like, we can't. That's what they said to you? He, yeah. I mean, Rogue. yeah. And it was, I was, <laughs> just heartbroken. I was heartbroken because I was like, I felt like God was really calling me here. And I went there and I embarrassed myself. Um, and so uh, long story short, God uh, set me up with a tutor. And this guy, man, he was awesome. And he taught me everything he knew in a really quick period of time. 
because the, the, the second auditions were going to come up for me to get, be able to get into college. And right before those auditions happened, I broke my wrist skateboarding. And so I couldn't take the audition. Like, this is like four months before classes start, right? Okay, and so all summer, I have a broken wrist, can't play guitar. That's what I was trying to go into school for. Um, and I'm, but all the while, this tutor's teaching me how to read notes. He had actually done his master thesis on how to learn to read mu uh, notes and music theory apart from your instrument. So not even playing it. So God had set me up with this guy, this particular guy, that he, this is his expertise. That's crazy. Um, and so I ended up getting my cast off like um, something like two weeks before uh, classes began. And um, my wrist, I, ha have you guys ever broken anything? Anybody? Yeah, you know how when you get your cast off, your arm or your leg's really weak? Um, so I tried playing guitar, and I could play a little bit. But I went in for the audition, and they said, you know, we can tell that your arm's still, you know, pretty messed up, but we can tell that you can read music now and all these different things. He said, we never, ever, ever do this, but we're going to let you in music school on probation. And so I got into there, and just I, that first year, I worked so hard to catch up with all the other kids because I, the honesty of it was, well, I was nowhere near as good as those kids were. Um, and so I just worked really hard all through college to do music, um, came out on the other side of that, um, ended up getting a worship leader job and um, through that worship leading position this band started out of that because uh, Spencer was in the worship band we started writing a lot of songs together with other guys from the worship band and uh, that's how this band started was out of that but it, it all traces back to that moment again a moment of faith a coastal kid moment where it's like God I have no ability to go to school and I should add this there was no money for it at all and my mom ended up getting a job at the university I ended up getting to go for free uh, I ended up getting my master's so I ended up getting to go for the next five years for free because God had provided even that. That's so. crazy. He's good. Yeah, that's crazy. How'd you yeah. get started in that? Uh, my mom was a choreographer. Uh, and what does that mean? Uh, Some of she, us don't know. A uh, choreographer is that she would come up with dances. She was like a dancer, and she would, I guess, choreograph. I don't want to use the word in the definition, but she would come <laughs> up with dances for things. So she loved music. Music was always in the house. And I remember at four years old, it's a vivid memory, I heard Michael Jackson's Off the Wall record. If you know any of y'all ever heard that, and it starts with that, that don't stop to get enough. It's, and it's the Rush Hour song for the younger people, right? And um, <laughs> I remember hearing it, and like, for a, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And I, and I love the way that it made me feel. I'm like, this is amazing. I know I need to do this for the rest of my life. And I, and I love that. And as I got older, I realized that Michael Jackson's really, really good. And uh, so what happened was I ended up finding Nirvana and it made me feel the same way, but you didn't have to be as good. So <laughs> I got into punk music. You're right. Was, yeah, it is not a bastard Nirvana. I'm just saying, man, you got four chords and then you got Michael Jackson. What you, you know what I'm saying? Call it what it is. So, uh, but I loved it. I was like, man, I love the way that this makes you feel. And so I just chased it. I chased it. And, I, and, I, and um, I, the first instrument I ever played was trumpet. I was in band. Uh, hey, yeah, that's what's up. Represent, yes. I actually, what's crazy is I never thought I'd use that. I played trumpet on the album, so uh, keep on keeping on. So if you yeah. like trumpet, buy this album. Yes. That's so, what I heard. Yeah, and then I, through middle school, sometime in high school, I sold my trumpet for a Les Paul, which is a guitar, and um, just started, I'm self-taught everything else. I, got, I learned how to read music in band, which is, if you're in band, yo, don't take that for granted. Very valuable, as you heard from Brad's story. Um, and just, yeah, just kept chasing it, so... Awesome. Yeah, I've been doing it ever since. Did you ever have, like, okay, wait, one question, then we'll ask that question. What was the worst job you ever had? <laughs> worst job I've ever had. So, okay, so I'm originally from Florida. I don't know why that was so quick. I have so many bad ones. 
Um, I'm originally from Florida, and Florida summers are just relentless. Like, they're offensive. That's how hot they are. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, and is anybody, all right, homie right here, what's your name? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. All right, are you from Florida? You been to Florida? Yeah, I used to live in Clearwater. Bro, that's where I'm from, homie. Hey, Clearwater represents. Long lost yeah. brothers. 727 right. up in the house. Okay, so literally in that climate, brother, okay? <laughs> I have, brother. I work, I work for a... It was a, a long, I don't even know what kind of company this was. It was so shady. Uh, it was a long, it was a long company, but they, I wasn't part of doing the lawns. I would go door to door, evaluate their lawns based upon what I saw, and then leave uh, my evaluation on their doorstep to tell them what's wrong with their lawn. So, by foot. I was like a Girl Scout cookie for, like, Girl Scout, like, cookie door to door salesperson, but for grass. I'd be like, hey, man, you got chinch worms. Call us. Like, it was so uncomfortable. No, wait, no, wait. They wouldn't, like, schedule this consultation? No. Oh, you no. just roll up to their house. Hey, I'm... your grass is crap. Yeah. This is hey, what you need to do. What's up? I'm Spence. Um, you need to fix this. Here's my card. Like, <laughs> it was, hands down, the worst. And But here's the thing. You couldn't even... Like you were, it was like a sales job, but you couldn't even be presentable because you'd be sweating. I'd be out there in like board shorts and a tank top, like, hey, hey, my man, let me holler at you real quick. Your bushes look rough. Like, <laughs> it's the worst, man. So that, <laughs> that's what was, yeah. And then, and, and then the other really bad one is I was like the, sh the sign shaker guy for oh. Little Caesars. Oh, that's rough. Little yeah, Caesars. that's a rough deal. Hey, oh. I'm gonna tell you this one time. Respect those people, okay? Yes. That struggle's real. Again, in Florida, you just get P five dollars. Like it's hot. Like it's the worst, man. You get that big arrow. And here's another thing. Side note: this has nothing to do with anything. I'm just on a rant right now. All right. They got no handles on the arrow. <laughs> okay. Stop with that. You want me to sell pizzas? I can't hold the arrow right. I look like an idiot. Just if you ever do that job, just know there ain't no handles on the arrow, man. You don't look real dumb. Save the bees and put handles on your arrow signs. Yeah. yeah. So those two. So. What about you, Brad? My job's not nearly as bad as that. I was a, a golf caddy, and I went all, all summer long, and I got one job. I would get up every Friday at, like, 5 a.m., and, like, all the older caddies, everybody wanted first. And so I would always get picked last. Uh, um, Rip. One job, 20 bucks all summer. Showed up. But I was 15. I mean, I couldn't they, – they wouldn't let me work anywhere else, so it was like – I need some money, like, you know. But anyway, <laughs> it, was, door to door. It, it was bad. Tell the people about their grass. Yeah. What's that? The oh, the one we got robbed at the Shop and Save. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, that oh, was a no, bad job, no. too. no, no. Tell us the um, story. Yeah, yeah. So, like, oh, the they said us so casually. Oh, you mean when we got <laughs> robbed at the Shop and Save? <laughs> Thank you. My when wife we were held at gunpoint and almost died? Like, what? Yeah, the golf so, caddy was worse than well, that. <laughs> I'll, start, I'll start with this, like. Yeah, it did get me out of, yeah, jury duty. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, it, I would work at this grocery store, and it was uh, not in a bad part of town, but not, not in a great part either. I don't, I don't know how you describe it, but, like, the people, shady the sh yeah, shady suburbs. But anyway, like, people would run out the doors with, like, stacks of meat because they'd be stealing, like, all this stuff. They'd steal stuff all the time. And I, you know, we were, like, 15, 16, 17, and we would look at them and just be like, I ain't going to stop him. Are you going to stop him? I said, no, I'm 17. What am I going to stop this guy running out the door? What am I going to do? 
But um, one time it got real serious. Uh, three guys came in with guns and were pointing them in our faces, and they're like, you know, give us I know money, get that. Like, I, I know it's not funny, but man, yeah, it was it was intense. Where was it? Like, yo, and man, like, give me all this bacon. I want that thick cut. Yeah. Like, what, what was, was they robbing you, man? Like, it was like at first. Did they rob the cash or was it, were they going the for cash. the meat? They were oh, going okay. for the cash. No, I no. thought like somebody was having. I literally like, almond milk is too expensive. Right. I'm taking it. This is gluten free. It's like, I don't know, sir. But yeah, they came in, and at first I thought it was like somebody in like a Halloween costume or something like a joke, because it's like you don't expect it to happen, and then all of a sudden it happens. So yeah, I mean, for that reason, that would be the worst job ever, because it was, it was pretty intense. Yeah. Well, there's things that come before that, young yeller friend. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any questions? He does? Hey, bud. Come hey, on Zeke, down. what's up? This is my little boy. Can you guys give it up for Zeke? Come here, buddy. This is my man. He's on the album. He's on track number two. Say hi to the people. Hi. All right. Uh, Did you have a question, bud? Yeah. What's your question? What type of bear is best? What type of bear is best? Is that from The Office? Oh, my gosh. You guys watch favorite. The Office? Yeah. Well, it depends. <laughs> There's two schools of thought. <laughs> If you watch The Office, that, that is gold. Yeah. yeah. We, we start them young at Red Letter Hymnal. <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome. My wife, you had to have set him up with that? No? no he just said that all. on his own? Yeah. Awesome. Let's give it up for Zeke. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Good yeah. job, man. They're clapping for you, dude. They're clapping for you. Say one more thing, quick. Well, uh, <laughs> we weren't well, I just saw a bounty house and slide. Trying to get that bouncy house life. I get you guys it, see that bouncy house and slide? Yeah. All right. That's where he's headed. Yeah. Thanks, cool, buddy. Man. Thanks, my man. That's awesome. Love that dude. Do we have any other questions? Right here. Playing trumpet? That is good. My most memorable moment playing trumpet. I played trumpet from sixth grade till what, 10th grade, maybe? Yeah, and uh, the most memorable moment I had is my eighth grade band won this competition for Disney World. And we got to go play in like their Magic Music Days. And um, they had us score <laughs> the Land Before Time 9 soundtrack. <laughs> so you guys remember those movies? Littlefoot? Okay, so, yeah. Okay, so eight grade year old me I don't know how old you are in eighth grade but I thought that was the dopest thing ever we took like a bus we went to Orlando it was like an hour and a half away and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. we get to Disney and it's the most magical place on the world so I'm like oh. it was so amazing and but what was really cool is like we recorded on one of their actual sound studios so you walk in and just like you're so so ill-equipped you're sitting there shaking like <laughs> you don't know what you're doing you know what I, mean? yeah, I so. am the trumpet exactly yeah I'm almost confident I messed all of it up I was too nervous so that was it that's hilarious. That's great. We got a question down here. What? What's his song? What song is he on? Zeke, my little boy. What? Oh, see, see, my son sing. I don't know that. But you can you can hear it on the record. If you get yeah, that. he, he yeah. actually yeah. doesn't sing. He just yeah. says. He literally He's, just says these words. It's too noisy, dude. Yeah. And then we launch into a drop. Yeah, then. Yeah. You want to say it? You want to say your part? You want to say it's too noisy, no, dude? No, okay. See, where that comes from is we recorded this album in my, my home studio, and uh, 
Spencer was doing some hip hop takes because there's a little bit of hip hop on the album and things like that. And um, Zeke just grabbed the mic off me, and Spencer can hear in his headphones, and he just said, Spencer, it's too noisy, dude. And I died and laughing. So, it was, he's like, it's too noisy, dude. Yeah. And I was like, that's the greatest thing. Yeah, that's my it. man. That's him. Yeah. My man. Famous. Crazy. Yeah. Jim? Yeah, yeah. Two questions. One, second question. Did you do that spoken word thing you did earlier? Yeah. The spoken what? word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, one, sec one okay, well, second. I'll do it at the end. With the okay. song, right? All right. Got, yeah. Because I don't want to, like, oh, I wanted to ask a question, but then right. I did a spoken word, and then I cried, and I forgot Is that what they sound like to you? Is this like, no, 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 no. That's how I feel inside. Right. It's great. <laughs> do you have any other questions? Way back, right behind Doug, if you know who Doug is. It's getting personal in this right. tent. Game on. All right. right. When I got my first girlfriend. Too early. Too early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were both 23. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I, I will tell you a really sad story. Okay, so uh, I was in, <laughs> I don't know why I just started to tell a sad story. Get your tears. Well, it was Valentine's Day, and I was in, like, kindergarten, okay? <laughs> and I really liked this girl. And I got her a Valentine, and I was like, yo, you want to be my Valentine? And she's like, cool, it's awesome. And then later in the day, um, I saw her kiss another boy. I was like, heartbroken. Oh. All right, it was the worst. Oh. Ew. No, but her name was, like, Ariel, and I got her, like, a Little Mermaid Valentine. It was awesome. Oh, it's perfect. It's so clever. No. Dang it. She's like, no. She just took the candy. I think there's like a Jolly Rancher, and then she went and played on the playground with Michael. Relationships <laughs> are hard. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's Michael. I just thought that would be funny. All right, but that story actually happened. All right, we have another question right here where Kevin is pointing. Uh, skateboarding. So, so I, I had the intelligent idea. We were like, we went to the tallest hill in our neighborhood. And there was three of us up there, and we all chickened out. And they were like, we should totally launch it. And I'm like, move aside, guys. Let me show you how it's done. And so I stood up, and I was going down this hill, and it was really steep. And my truck started wobbling, and the board just threw me off and wrist first, landed, snapped it. Um, pride goes before the fall. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. So uh, literally. That's the word. Literally. That's awesome. Right here, I think you have an orange shirt on. Get, hey, brother, I get, right, it, man. I get it, I get it. it. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. 49 and a half and Brad's 61. 61. That's what we usually go with. Yeah. There's an on, okay, so there's an ongoing, ongoing joke we have that we do like, uh, on our Instagram live feeds. Like We'll do live feeds all, or live streams all the time, so feel free to follow us and jump in on that. And, um, we if get we the were to follow on, you, what's your... At Red Letter Hymnal. Oh. Yes. So... Uh, we always have an ongoing joke where I'm yeah. 49 and a half yeah. and you're 61. We get asked that a lot. Yeah. We, we like to keep it yeah. secret. So that's what we're going to leave it at. Yeah. Right. Little homie right here. What's up, brother? Yeah, man. White shirt behind this yeah. guy in the green shirt eating the thing. <laughs> First song? For this out? For this band? Or just in general? Yeah, song. For this band, it was a song called Jesus the Saving One, um, 
and I literally wrote it, and my house caught on fire afterwards. So that's a—I don't know if we want to hear that story or not. I guess I guess we. Why have do to you now. say these tragic things so casually? I don't know. I really don't get it. I apologize. Wait, your um, house set so, on fire? Yeah. So I was writing this song. It was late at night. It was like Christmas Eve, and <laughs> that's uh, made it worse. <laughs> Words are hard. Anyway, so it was Christmas Eve. I was writing this song, and we had like we had just bought this house, and it was a really old house, and the wiring was kind of wired together, really weird, not not good. And um, I was writing this song, Jesus is the Saving One. I had just gotten this awesome chorus, and I was getting this awesome melody and these words to it, and the floorboard beneath my feet started to feel really hot. And so I was like, that's interesting. And uh, so... I started smelling smoke afterwards, so I called the fire company immediately. By the time they got there, the, the upstairs was catching on fire, and there's smoke everywhere. It ruined the carpet and stuff, but we caught it just in time to not have, like, a giant house fire that burnt the house, you know, to the ground. Oh, okay. So it was, like, the fact that I was up at that time was God's just grace, you know, yeah. because we, I think it was because the Christmas lights were pulling on the energy and all kind of stuff, and it was an old house. Like, we could have been sleeping during that time. We didn't even have smoke alarms up yet. We just moved into the house. Um, so it was really God saving <laughs> saving me. From Jesus was the saving one in that situation. And, uh, yeah, so glory to him on that mm. as well. That, Sorry to get so serious. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Right here, up front. How many tours? We usually go on little tours, so I don't know, like, what we want to count as, yeah. like, a... Uh, we try tour. to be home as much as possible with our families, so when we go out, kind of in and out. Yeah, it's very yeah. sporadic, which is probably more taxing coming back and forth through Pittsburgh. But um, I don't know, a bunch. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Just play wherever. Not yet. No, we haven't no, been played out. Not of the for country, this band. No. All right, I think we're all. One more. One more. Yeah, I've been um I've been in bands for like 13 years, um, not this band, but um, other bands. So you know, we really that was a training ground. We really cut our teeth. I know Spencer was in some screamo bands and punk bands and stuff, and uh, we we eventually got into what we're doing now. But yeah, it's been it's been a lot of years, um, probably more than that. Um, but as far as this band, we've been really doing it seriously. I think for about four years on a, a serious level of playing out and not just you know practicing on your home base. Mm -hmm. You want to tell a secret? Uh, okay, hopefully it's not anything too revealing. <laughs> All right, secret, real quick, real quick. My dad's teeth are fake. I can't tell. Okay, you can't tell. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. I love how he's covered in dirt. Like, I just want to be him when I grow up. He's yeah. literally, yeah. like, there's dirt on this guy's face. Right, like. that's great. <laughs> yeah, secret's what? Uh, movies. Movies. <laughs> you, this movies guy likes movies, let me tell you whole. what. You yeah. guys like movies? Yeah. I do too. Zeke, you got a lot of people that like movies, my friend. We're with you, brother. I think we're all about ready to hear yeah. okay. cool. that song. Well, I don't know yeah. whose guitars these are. Um, can we borrow them? I don't want to just assume I can, can grab a guitar. Is that cool? Do, can we grab Dude yeah. with two the beard, guitars? Dude with his guitar, guitar and Ryan's guitar. Is that all right? Hey, man, why don't you just oh, do the acoustic so version of it? Do you want to do a... They want to hear Dollar Short. Oh, just do that. Of course. 
In the okay, meantime, is it safe we'll to assume that this CD yeah. is on Spotify? Do this? Yeah, that's on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, everywhere. Um, music sold digitally. Uh, we also got a tent. We got T-shirts and stuff way up in the tent booth with all the bands and things. And um, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're gonna do a song called "I'm With You." This is off the new album, and uh, I can do an acoustic if you can hear it. We were um, scheduled to play this on the main stage this morning, uh, but our time got cut short. So now we could, yeah, man, that'd be great. Now we get to play it for you guys secretly with no one else. Yes. on the new album? Yeah. yeah. All right. So then take out your mobile devices. You get on your Spotify. Red Letter Hymnal. Follow on Instagram. Do you have Twitter? Yeah. You seem like you have Twitter. They have Twitter. Is it Red Letter Hymnal for everything? All that stuff. Social media is all that stuff. Blast. At Red Letter Hymnal. What key you playing that in, bro? Chick, chick, chick. No, I'm with you. What's the acoustic? What's the, we have the acoustic one, man. A. You guys got me on the vocals? You can hear me out there? Cool. I am paper. You are fire. burn brighter I'm wise enough to know that I need your help to live a life that's solely filled with faith so I can live it out it's all because you saved me you brought me out I am new you want the world to know I'm with up for Spencer on the guitar. I remember when I was running wild. 
Way too reckless to be your child I was loving death with every breath But then you took the first step and you pulled me out It's hard to believe, even now And nothing in my past can hold me down So when it shows its face, I just cling to grace Cause I smiley hope to make it out Cause I know I know better, but I better know whether I'm alone in this life or we're living it together Cause I've been a huge fan, been a huge fan But we'll never win the game when I'm sitting in the stands And I've never been the same since some holes in your hands I just wanna be a part of the plan I just wanna be another godly man Who ain't afraid to stand so And then we want to pray for you. We Please, love you. Yeah. You're so great. Wow, they're so great. You guys are we awesome. give them a hand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. Y'all so got a word today. My dudes was speaking. Yeah. They're so nice. They played music. Wow. But my, my final question. Yeah. What would you tell past you and the next generation? What was the first one? Past you. Like if you could go back in time mm. and be like, oh, past Spencer, me. you need to know. Oh. Why don't you go first? I'm thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I would say to myself, I'd say, don't learn the hard way. Just listen to God and just follow him and have faith. Walk by faith. You know, I know it's hard, um, but just pray. Call out to God in desperation. God, I don't know how to do this life on my own. Please save me. Please help me. I don't understand. I'm fearful, a million things, but I just, I wish I didn't have to learn so many things the hard way. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's... I would take past Brad's advice, that too. And then I would just tell myself to get over myself, man. Like so many years I spent my life thinking I'm something I'm not to think that it's going to fulfill me. But it, it makes you hot. It's like drinking salt water. The more you keep pretending, the more you just keep dehydrating and killing yourself. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's for free. Say it again. That. that was Come good. On, on. Oh, don't stop me. Just when I say that one more time. Come on, yeah. preach it, man. Preach it. Right. Give us one more time. What yeah, did you just exactly. say? What did you just say? Right. Say it one more time. What's that? Oh, and, oh okay. yeah, yeah. It's like drinking salt water, man. It's... Uh, <laughs> No, but I would do that. I mean, I, I would if I could do that. I would do that and, and just let them know, man. Like, it's 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 okay to be broken. You don't have to pretend you're not. You know. Mm. Yeah. And for for next generation, um, you have your life is worth more than you're aware of right now. Um, you you have a purpose in your life that you might not know, you might not believe, uh, but I promise you, we're living proof. Like we have when we shared some stories with you guys, and thank you for letting us. Um, but there are hundreds of others, and there are thousands of others in this room that you guys have that we don't know. Um, your life is worth something. There's a plan, even if you can't see it right now. Fight for the pers that perspective, eternal perspective, to know that there's something more right now, regardless of what you're going through, and I promise future you will thank you. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right, if you want to extend a hand... We are going to give them a camp creation prayer, 
and they're going on tour, so we need, like, traveling mercies, and, like, they already got a van, so, like, that's good, but, like, Jesus. Lord, we thank you so much for Red Letter Hymnal and everything that they have taught us today. God, I thank you that we can learn from those who have already experienced, and that we can glean those things, those things of you, that wisdom, that peace, Lord God, confidence in who you are, that you are a provider, that you are a lover of our soul, that you are a father, and that you are never, ever giving up on us or walking away from us. We pray over this tour that it would be absolutely in incredible that merch would sell like nobody's business like it was hotcakes jesus that the van would just stay in perfect health that they would get all all of the places that they need to go and get back to their families that their families hearts would be completely whole and that when they returned there would just be a warm beautiful welcome and should they go with them that it would just be an incredible experience for each family we pray a blessing over this band and over this entire team lord jesus we pray this all in your name amen, amen. Hey, guys. can we give it up for Cassie real yeah. quick? She's been awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's not easy to do. You did it great. Yeah. Thank you. Great job. Thank All you guys. Right. Appreciate it. Go get. Can they take pictures with you? Can we take pictures with them.